Welcome back to the Hollow Sky Podcast. We are your hosts, Steven. And Kyle. And after a little bit of technical difficulties, we are getting to record this podcast. We were having some issues with our mixer, but now we're good. Not that any of you wanted to know that, but the world's ending tomorrow anyway, so it doesn't matter. This is a true story. According to Reddit. But if it doesn't end, then you guys will get to listen to this episode, so it's dope either way. Kyle's going to take us on an awesome trip back to Mother Russia to check out some weird shit. But first, we got to get through the business. So check us out at all our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Come over and hang out with us. Share meme, share weird shit you find on the internet. Share your paranormal experiences. Um, speaking of weird shit you find on the internet, I did see a story from Los Angeles from earlier this week about uh, pilots seeing a man flying on a jetpack. Did you hear about that, Kyle? Yeah, I did see something about that. I was gonna, I was gonna bring it up if you didn't bring it up because it was very fucking weird. I just picture Iron Man cruising around, just flying between the planes and shit. I hope, I hope it was. Iron Man. Yeah, I hope. Did anybody have tabs on Tony Stark when this was going on? Anyway, any of our listeners that are out around LAX, uh, if you saw anything, hit us up. Let us know if you see anybody flying by your windows or some shit like that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, first, it's time for our sponsor before we get any further. Hell yeah. Crack a monster. Yeah, buddy. But with your paranormal experiences, Kyle's going to tell you how to get those to us. You can use your smartphone. And on that smartphone, there is something called the Voice Memo app. You can record your story on that or use the camera, the video recorder on your smartphone. You can just write it in an email, shoot it over to the email, which is going to be hollowskypodcast at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, whatever is really easiest for you guys. Hell yeah. We're here for you. Help us help you. That's right. And get those stories to us. If you listen to us on um, Apple or iTunes Podcatcher, please take the time to head on over and leave us a five-star rating and review. Uh, They help us out tremendously. Push us through all of the other podcasts and kind of make kind of make us more visible to people who are looking for something weird to listen to. Today's five star rating interview is brought to us by my mom. So, yeah, it says "mom" and the O is a heart emoji. So Aww. this is where that's going. Says I would have never imagined that all the money I would spend buying Steve National Enquirer magazines would someday pay off. Great job, guys. Hashtag Batboy. Love mom. She's talking about the weekly world news newspapers. When I was little, I used to be obsessed with those. I would have to get one every time we went to the grocery store. Like she said, Batboy or Bigfoot abducted me and took me to his love yes. cave or some crazy shit like that. Like I had stacks of them in my bedroom when I was little. That's awesome. And now look look where I'm at now. Kind of the same thing. It all paid off. Yeah, kind of the same thing. It all paid off. So, yes, if you guys would do that, hop on over there and leave us a rating interview. It goes a long way. Um, For our paranormal experience this week, it is brought to us by our friend Zach. And here is Zach's encounter. All right, fellas. Here is a weird story that I experienced uh, when I was in high school. I was at my parents' house, which is a pretty small house. There's a basement, like a bedroom, my parents' bedroom downstairs. Me and my brother had a bedroom, two be- a bedroom each upstairs. So the house is real small, real old, and like lived there my whole life. So you always know what the sound is. Like, if there's somebody coming in the house, you know, like, oh, that was that door opened, or there's somebody in the bathroom, like, you can just hear it. So, one day, my buddy Josh was coming over, and my brother was in his bedroom with his girlfriend. And I'm standing in my bedroom, which is on top of the stairs, to the door to come in the house is at the bottom of the stairs. So, standing up there, fucking 
doing whatever. And I hear the door open and close. So I yell down, like, tell Josh I was up in the bedroom. And, uh, like, still just caught up with myself. Like, I guess maybe like 10 minutes goes by. And Josh uh, texts me telling me he's on his way. So, convinced somebody's in the fucking house. So if I go downstairs, like, walk all around, like, you know, not much to walk around. There's nobody in the fucking bottom floor, which means somebody would be in the basement, which is awesome. So go in the basement and obviously don't find anything there. So I'm staying in the basement. I hear somebody walking in the kitchen. But like for me to hear, like to have heard somebody walking in the basement, like if it was my brother or his girlfriend, you hear them come down the stairs because the house is, the thing was like made like 1900. So I'm like, all right, somehow somebody like put a slip on me and like, like hid from me upstairs somehow. So I run back upstairs, don't find anything. Then my buddy Josh finally shows up. I'm like, Hey, there's somebody in this fucking house. And he's like, yeah, okay, whatever. I explained to him I was in the basement and like, yeah, there was somebody walking in the fucking living room. Now we had two dogs at the time, but Again, like, you know, the sound of a dog walking on a floor versus a human walking through your kitchen. So, we, uh, fucking do the whole thing. Walk around, looking. And obviously, you don't find anything in the house. And Josh and me are, like, in the basement at this point. I was like, I don't know, I think I started folding laundry or something. And there it is, like somebody's walking in the kitchen again. And I'm like, you hear that right? And Josh, like, pale white. He's like, yeah, like, I thought you were just, like, fucking around, but there's definitely somebody walking in your kitchen. And again, nobody was in the house. Fucking asked my brother and his girlfriend if they came downstairs, which I would have heard, but they didn't. Now, fast forward to, like, maybe, like, a week later, my brother was in his bedroom. My mom was in the kitchen. Now, my brother heard somebody coming up the stairs, and my mom heard somebody coming down the stairs. So, and like, I guess, like, it stopped in the stairwell. So, like, they both walked to the stairs and, like, meet each other, like, you know, top of the stairs, bottom of the stairs. Like, you know, were you just coming upstairs or were you just coming downstairs? Obviously, nothing. Now, like, I think it was, like, maybe a month later, my brother's like, my brother's also, like, a real, like, mechanical like no bullshit guy not like a paranormal type person he uh like asked me like like hey you haven't experienced anything weird in the house recently have you i'm like no he's like all right i took care of it so i'm like what the fuck's that supposed to mean then uh fucking like he didn't tell me for years then he like finally like like you know badger him about like every like i don't know couple months he finally told me it was like like apparently right before this happened our mom went to Kansas for, like, her great-aunt's funeral, which, like, it wasn't, like, I don't know, anything you really paid attention to. Like, I didn't know who she was. And uh brother was like, yeah, I think mom brought that lady's spirit back with her. He's like, so I said a prayer to, like, let her know it was okay to move on and never had experience after that. But it's weird because... My brother's not religious, like, neither am I, but he was just like, I don't know, just, yeah, this must be a spirit, I'm gonna tell her to go to the fucking light, but, uh, yeah, that was it, it was, uh, a real strange, there was, like, a few other, like, small occurrences within, like, the fucking couple, like, a month long, but, like, those are the two, like, heavy hitters, you're like, I mean, like I said, like, with the somebody walking in the, uh, kitchen, like, it wasn't just me who heard it, and my buddy was like, yeah, that's absolutely somebody's walking in your kitchen. But, uh, yep, that's, uh, the one of the spookies. I hope you guys like it, love the podcast, and, uh, keep making cool stories. Thanks. First off, Zach, thanks so much for taking the time to send your story in. Were there any experiences prior to this that happened in the house? because I'm trying to correlate it with if, if it just started happening after your mom went to the, the funeral or if there was anything else that you noticed before then. And speaking on like 
hearing footsteps in a place where there's not supposed to be footsteps can be the creepiest fucking thing in the world. Absolutely. When we, I always talk about the Campsville ghost hunt we went on. When we were in the kitchen set up, just kind of sitting there, just kind of taking the whole place in, totally heard someone walking up in in the attic. Just as clear as can be, just footsteps right across the attic. And keep in mind, there's no way into this attic except right through the roof where we were basically sitting. Another, like, frightening aspect of the story is thinking somebody's in your house when you know there's not supposed to be. I was house setting for my grandparents one time. I don't know if I've told this story before. But they were going to Hawaii, and I came in, got the mail, threw the mail on the table, and went into the living room to just kind of hang out. And I heard something in the basement, huge crash. So I finally got my guts up and went down to check it out. Looked all around the basement, nothing down there. So the only thing in my head is somebody's down in this basement and they're hiding from me. So the whole rest of the day while I was house sitting, I was just on edge and freaked out, but nothing happened. It was just the idea of thinking that there's someone in your house and they're not. Yeah, I could definitely understand why you would be afraid of that situation because like you stated, when there's some, when you think there's somebody in your house who's not supposed to be, I'd be just as fucking freaked out. The only... The only thing that I would wish that I would be smart enough to do in that situation, which both of you guys did not do, I would like to think that if I heard footsteps in the basement of where I was at, that I would simply walk to the door to the basement and shut and lock that motherfucker <laughs> if it's if it has a door. I understand that some places it just stairs going down, but... I know that a lot of people have doors that lead down to their basement. If that's the case, lock that motherfucker and leave. (laughs) This is why I will not survive a horror film. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. But it's also kind of cool that your brother took it serious to the point to where he kind of, you know, you said he wasn't into religion and he wasn't into paranormal, but it got to the point where he was like, I'm going to try to help this thing move on so it leaves us the fuck alone. Yeah, but he he like thug-lifed it. He was like, like I took care of it. It's time. I took care of it, dude. And you're like, what'd you do? And he's like, I, just, I got you, man. I took care of <laughs> Don't it. Don't worry it's about done. it. So, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, hit us back up and let us know if there was anything that took place before then or if there's any history to the building or if it does directly coincide with uh, the funeral your mother went to. And, again, thanks so much for taking the time to send us that. So now Kyle is going to whisk us magically over across the globe to Russia. Mother Russia. Which should be interesting because I don't know how he's taking me seriously because I'm sitting here with my hair in a sick-ass ponytail. Hell yeah. And I got a fucking dope. Dope-ass camouflage. It's like a crocodile Dundee hat. Cowboy hat kind of thing. It's definitely not a cowboy hat. It kind of looks like one. Not really. Okay, so it's not a cowboy hat. It's not a cowboy hat. It's a squatching hat. There you go. It's That's pretty, a lot more appropriate. It's pretty, pretty fucking sick if you ask me. <laughs> it's you, just, not. you just need a big Bowie knife now. Maybe I got one. I hope you do. I got a buck tool. Good. Does that count? A multi-tool? Yeah. Yeah, that definitely counts. You could definitely run around the, the woods with a pair of pliers and try to fight Bigfoot. If I was a Sasquatch, I wouldn't fight me. Well, no, you have pliers. True. You can pinch him. <laughs> okay. That's how <laughs> the night's going. Anyways, back to the story at hand. Hell yeah. Like Steve said, we're going to the Russia. We've been to Russia quite a few times here lately. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking weird shit that goes on there. Dyatlov and now whatever the fuck this place is. Lake Baikal. B-A-I-K-A-L. So if I said that wrong... That sucks. I don't even know if we have any listeners in Russia. I don't know if we do or not. I hope we do, but if we do, probably don't. Please feel free to correct us on our Russian. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I wish I could speak Russian, but anyways, this this lake in itself is massive. It is literally one of the planet's largest lakes, and believe it or not, it actually houses almost one quarter. Of the world's fresh water. Damn. That's how big it is. That's a big lake. That is pretty big. I'm 
surprised I've never heard of it or never retained the knowledge. Well, it's Russia. Yeah, that's also true. Things just disappear out in Russia. I'm kind of a wealth of useless, absolutely, <laughs> utterly nonsensical knowledge that'll never be good for me in any way. You never know. Maybe I did know it and I just forgot it. You probably did. <clears throat> Some of the plants and animals that actually live in this lake, once again, believe it or not, only live in this lake. So they are very unique to this lake. That's fucking weird. It is weird. Um, But these unique animals might not be the only unique things lurking there. A lot of people from the area claim to constantly see UFOs around the lake, which spawns the theory that there is actually an underwater alien base located within the lake. Hell yeah. So... That's definitely the turn that we're taking here. We're 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 going there, aliens underwater. If I was an alien and I landed on a planet, I would hide in a big lake. And why wouldn't you go to Russia if yeah. you're an alien? I mean, they have lots of vodka. And yeah, I got I got nothing. <laughs> it's fucking cold there. <laughs> it is, you know, thinking that there is an underground base there is a pretty extraordinary claim, but. It just so happens that in 1982, there was a routine Soviet military training dive that was taking place. So you had about seven divers that actually got into the lake and and started to dive down. They were approximately 164 feet down when they started to notice figures moving Kind of like in the in the shadowy part. Oh shit! I did hear this story. of the water. So they're like, "What? You know, this is this is fucking weird. Like, why is there almost these almost humanoid shapes lurking around? Like, what what the hell's going on here?" Well, it wasn't much longer after that one of these humanoid figures began to actually approach them. And hell no. One of the strange parts about this is that the the divers actually sized them. They were kind of, they they reported that these humanoid creatures were about ten feet tall. Leave it to the Russian divers to size up the oh they would have fought it extraterrestrial mermaids to fight them. Do without a doubt they would have tried fighting that thing. They're Russian. They don't yeah. give a shit. I love it. They're like we just size them up. Yeah, and dude, I would I would have been like see ya. The the humanoids, creatures, whatever they were down there, they were all wearing like a skin-tight silver metallic suit with, it's kind of conflicting reports, but basically a helmet that covered their entire head. Like a diving suit. Like a diving suit, a except suit. they didn't have any air tanks, no hoses, no nothing. They just mm. had the skin-tight <clears throat> silver jumpsuit and a helmet. Like Mysterio. Kind of like Mysterio. <laughs> kind of like Mysterio. Maybe it's, it's because they don't breathe oxygen. You know? I mean, uh, yeah, that could be Since assumed. Aliens. Or they're just hyper advanced and they have an air filtration system inside their helmet. Maybe they have gills. I, I hope. Can you imagine that, though? Like, I'm picturing it in my head as I'm sitting here. You're exploring this big-ass lake... You're coming across animals that you've never seen before because they don't fucking exist anywhere else. Then you see in the distance some more divers. Yeah. And you're like, Well, you'd think there's divers. You guys aren't supposed to be here. And then one approaches and you're like, Hey, that's a weird diving suit. Why don't you have any oxygen? (laughs) Hey, why are you 10 feet tall? Fuck. This sucks. Then I'd puncture my oxygen tank and let it just rocket me out of the ocean. <laughs> Be like, see ya. Okay. But uh, the the weird thing about this whole encounter was that after the the humanoid figures came up to him and started to investigate the actual military divers, it w- it wasn't long, and the the figures just simply retreated back into the darkness. <laughs> like they didn't. There was no fight. There was no nothing. They just. It was like they both scoped each other out, and then the the ten foot humanoids were like, "All right, cool. Well, we're gonna go back down here and hang back out. So, 
deuces. Just lost interest. Yeah. So the, I mean, obviously the divers go to the surface. They tell their commander, hey, like, this is what we just seen down there. And of course, of course, the commander was like, well, guess what you guys are going to go do? You're going to go back down (laughs) and you're going to catch one of these humanoid creatures and you're going to bring it back to me. Okay. So this is what they did. Nice lie, commander. The seven divers went back in and began to descend looking for one of these beings. After a long trip down, they finally found what they were looking for. Because out of nowhere, a handful of creatures started to appear again. Do not engage, Yeah, divers. Do not engage. Well, they did. One of the divers tried to catch a 10-foot alien in a fucking net. <sighs> Which, as you could imagine... Went about as well as... Was a horrible idea. Trying to catch a 10-foot alien in a net. So, at this time, the alien divers were pissed. They, oh, I hope they had weapons. They did. They pulled yeah. out... A some, some type of unknown device that basically shot, I guess, sound waves out. <laughs> well. And when these guys would get hit with the sound waves, it would knock them out cold. And then for whatever reason, it would just start to propel them to the surface of the water extremely fast. Hell yeah. So I wish they would have shot me with that the first time I saw them. Yeah. <laughs> so imagine, imagine being... The commander or comrades up at the surface, and all of a sudden you just see seven bodies go bloop, 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 bloop. And they're knocked out cold, so they're going to appear dead. I would just turn the boat around and take off. Dude, it would. Deuces. It would suck. Going to Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm out. So, as we all know, when you're at those depths and rapidly shoot toward the surface, there's there's a lot of bad things that happen. Three of the men Not were the Mercedes kind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Three of the men were seriously injured, but overall, you know, they were alive. The rest of the men were rushed to a decompression chamber, but it actually didn't go that great for them because the closest decompression chamber to them was only built to house two people at a time. Well, guess how many there there are four divers left. So, out of desperation to survive, all four of the divers jumped in the two-man tank and tried to survive. Didn't pan out for them. One of them survived. The other three died. And everybody that actually ended up surviving that day, they all had life-changing disabilities after that. Well, fucking sounds like it. Yeah, It's I mean, like it's Russian roulette fault. with a decompression chamber. Yeah, yeah. Russian roulette because we're in Russia. Get it? But um, <laughs> those are the jokes, folks. That's all I got. <laughs> but to kind of go off course here, I the more I think about the possibility of alien life, the more I wonder why they would be interested in us whatsoever. Maybe you they're know? not interested in us, just what's on our planet. Could be. But you hear of these abductions. Or or like the CIA guy said, we're just a giant buffet. Yeah, they could be harvesting us for food, but they could probably get food anywhere. But I think about it like if if they're able to travel light years and and have technology beyond our realm of comprehension, why in the hell would they come here to check us out? And that kind of like solidifies it in that encounter when the aliens come up and they look at the divers and they're like, eh. And just yeah. turn around yeah. and take off. It's whatever. Right, fuck it. Not that interesting. And See then, ya. of course, we try picking a fight with them. That's exactly how it would go. Oh, yeah. 100%. And it would probably end up the same way every yeah. time. Every time. Hey, Hollow Cult. The weather's getting nice, and you know what that means. It's cryptid hunting season. And the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tacovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra... You don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tacovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, 
and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's re- it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. But I just thought I'd throw that in there. The more I think about it, the more I'm like... Even if they were on our planet after fossil fuels, I'm sure there's tons and tons and tons of everything on this planet strewn throughout the galaxy. Oh, I'm sure. It would be so much easier for them to get than have to travel 400 million light years or whatever the fuck it is. And to, to, play, to play into that as well, I just thought about, like, if, if let's assume they had the underwater base in the lake, I mean, what more of a genius place to hide? A place where we almost literally cannot go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're able to reach those depths with no problems at all, it's the it's l- literally one of the best places on the planet to hide. Like how they say that we have explored the moon in outer space more than we've explored explored our own oceans, which is fucked. Yeah, that's but why I believe I, it. I mean, because the oceans suck; they're scary. It's whatever. Maybe that's why NASA decided to go to the moon because they already know what's in the oceans. They're like, fuck <laughs> yeah, that. I, mean, I don't blame fuck them. Fuck out of here. Giant squids and everything else. Hell yeah. Anyways, back to the topic. Giant squids are dope. They're scary. So Scary dope. After this, they decided it may be in everyone's best interest to leave these beings alone. After decades of hiding this incident, there were documents that were later declassified. In these documents, they called them the Baikal Aquanauts, are described in great detail. It also states that the military decided to leave them alone, but that didn't mean that they wouldn't stop watching them. They monitored the lake and all the vehicles coming and going, which by vehicles would be the UFOs or USOs, whichever one you want to call them. Of course, they were watching in hopes of maybe one day getting a hold of one of these UFOs to reverse engineer it to their advantage, because they realized that having this type of technology would greatly alter basically the the course of the planet um that was kind of the end of that story but that because that was originally the story i was going to focus on but that's about as much information as i was able to find on it it just so happened that by looking into this lake i started stumbling across more and more things like in the 1950s there was a tu-104 jet that crashed into the lake Ironically enough, this vehicle was being chased by a silver object. And before the plane actually fell into the lake, he was able to get out a a frantic distress call, you know, basically telling him what was going on, that he was being chased by some unidentified object, and he was basically claiming that the object was attacking his air, aircraft, and then the aircraft went down. Now, everyone in the control room that day, I mean, it's kind of per, it's cleanup 101, they were demanded that they had to sign an NDA saying that they weren't going to talk about this to anyone. Always an NDA. There was even people fishing nearby who saw the entire thing, and they were also forced into the same type of agreement. Always an NDA. And then after that, you know, the... the, I hope we get big enough to where we have to sign one. Ah, fuck that. That just sounds like a lot of legal trouble. Yeah, never mind. No thanks. No thanks. Don't send us an NDA. No, please. Um, In April of 2009, so in relative recent history, there were astronauts on board the International Space Station 
who took pictures of two circular convection breaks, which looked like it was from enormous cracks. Each of these disc-shaped cracks that were in the lake were completely symmetrical, and they measured in at a three-mile in diameter. Damn. Yeah, so if it was craft breaking through the ice, and the, the way the astronaut stated is that it was way too perfect to be anything natural. Like, it was just, it was utterly perfect. These circles in the ice were just perfect. But, and if that's the case, and then the fact that it was three miles in diameter, I mean, that's that's huge. That is massive. That's pretty big. That is huge, but it is one of the biggest lakes in the world, so one could assume that these three-mile, whatever you want to call them, UFOs were easily hidden within the lake. Um, Later on, which is in even more recent history, 2011, uh, and this is highly debated from what I've seen, Apparently, there was an actual alien body found near the lake. It was hell yeah by the forest that surrounded the lake. There was a man who, I guess him and his dog were out walking around. The dog ended up sniffing out the body. The man stumbled across it and filmed it. It was a small alien with a large head, grayish skin tone, and big dark eyes. So we all know what the those aliens are. I think I remember that story. Those would be the little grays. I do believe I remember that story. And ironically enough, weeks prior to this, the villagers claimed to have been seeing lights over their homes on and off for, for quite a while. So they all, it's almost like one of them, like almost like an urban legend, but it's just something that the whole town talks about and knows about and then I guess just kind of deals with it. It's just an alien. Don't worry about it. Yeah, like it's just, it's normal. It's normal, you know. We have these lights that show up. They're aliens. They hang out in that lake over there. Just don't just don't go diving. Yeah, I mean, if you do go diving, don't shoot them with a net and everything will be gravy. Damn, what if they're not aliens at all? What if they've been here the whole time? Just living underwater. What if they're like a, Why whole, not? a whole nother race that existed underwater? So like hollow earth? Yeah, like hollow sky. Or that. So we're an entire we're our own race yeah, now. It could be it could be just an offshoot species of us, like the aquatic ape theory. Yeah. And they have just I mean, they don't have they didn't have air tanks, so they could have evolved to not have to even breathe oxygen. They could have Came up with some kind of system to breathe underwater. That's true. Damn. Where did my brain go? Fuck if I know. <laughs> it went away from aliens and just into subspecies of humans. <laughs> <laughs> so usually whenever vice versa. whenever we do these episodes, like we'll rotate. So Kyle will choose one and then I'll choose one and we'll kind of go back and forth. So when Kyle chooses his... I don't know what he's going to do until he brings it to the table today. So I kind of follow with him and look up stuff as he's going. And as I'm sitting here searching, apparently Russia has been declassifying UFO documents for quite some time. Yep. And ironically, this is, I kind of, I kind of went into it, but not into full detail, but the Russian military, like Steve said, has been declassifying a lot of their UFO encounters and Ironically enough, most of them have to do with water. Oh yeah, UFOs you probably finding this found the same thing I did. Going into the in and out of the water, they actually had cases where UFOs were following some of their nuclear submarines. They had cases where the UFOs were coming and going out of the oceans. So maybe you know maybe there is some type of connection with the UFOs and water. Maybe they are actually fucking bases underneath the water like i said what smarter place to hide yeah this uh article i'm reading from wired.com says and i quote 50 percent of ufo encounters are connected with oceans 15 percent more with lakes 
Uh, so UFOs tend to stick to the water, one Russian officer explained. On several occasions, the instruments gave, re gave reading of material objects moving at incredible speed, a subcommander recalled. Calculations showed speed of about 230 knots or 400 kilometers per hour. Speeding so fast is a challenge even on the surface, but water resistance is much higher. It was like the objects defied the laws of physics. There's only one explanation. The creatures who built them are far surpass humans in development. Sick. That's uh, that's that's like what they they declassified here this past how many months ago? Two, three months ago? Yeah, that nobody gives a shit about. Yeah, when they're like, hey, whoever built like here's videos of a UFO. We don't know where the what the fuck they came from. We don't know who built them, but whoever did are way ahead of us in advancement. See, and we we did talk about this <laughs> a little bit earlier about them declassifying UFOs. Yeah, they basically and, said, hey, UFOs are real. Yeah. And I, I got to thinking about it, and I'm like, you know what? Like, that's totally a win for us. The fact that they just come out and said that it is real. Like, it's not, it's not guessing anymore. It's not being a conspiracy theorist. It's not buying into the alien theory. Like, it's real. It's 100% real. Whether they're little green men or not, either way, these are UFOs from somewhere else, whether it's from a different dimension, a different planet, whatever it is, it is something that we have, we just can't even fucking comprehend. Yeah, it's beyond our realm. And like me and Kyle were talking about this earlier. Could it be human development? Maybe. I mean, you got have guys like Elon out there making crazy advancements in the private sector. Who's to say there's not 10 more making the same advancements under the covers? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like unbeknownst to anyone. So this could this be some millionaire philanthropist out there creating these machines who got maybe got his hands on some kind of uh, blueprints to create them and are flying them around, keeping everybody on their toes? Possible. But... As of what they said, that it is not any known technology from this planet. From this planet, and they that's a big they deal. They used this planet, like that's what they said from this planet. Yeah, like as in humans. <laughs> it's not from here. Not that they know of, anyway. And it's crazy for me. That just blows my mind. It, it, I don't know. Like, it's, it's awesome because, like I said, it it clarifies everything. Like I said, it's it makes it real. It's real. Yeah. It's it's awesome and it's terrifying. The two Absolutely. The two absolutely most terrifying phrases I can think of is that we are not alone in the universe or that we are alone in the universe. Right. Because if there is somebody else out there, there's a chance they could save us. Because we're not doing ourselves any fucking favors. That's true. But I mean there's also a chance that they might eat us, which That is I mean, also true. I guess, whatever. But it almost I'm not trying it, to be ate by an alien. It almost makes you feel like, like there is something out there watching over us, oh, at I'm least sure. keeping tabs on us. Like, what are these fucking idiots going to do next? You know. So with that, with that being said, it's kind. It's I mean I don't know. It's cool. Fucking, they're like, hey, we don't know what the fuck these are. Yep. And for me, the way my mind works is now they've declassified UFOs. Essentially, they're not showing pictures of little green men yet, but that also makes me wonder, well, what the fuck else is real then? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because for a lot of people, aliens was one of them things like, yeah, fucking right. There's it no used way. to be so taboo. Yeah. People were afraid to come out and even say anything. Like yep. if they'd seen a flying saucer, if they'd seen lights in the sky, or if they'd been abducted, like people are going to think I'm a whack job. That's right. And they would just keep their mouth shut and just go on with life. Yeah. And now you've got the U.S. government saying, or the Pentagon saying, hey, yeah, so about that, probably real. Yeah, they're real, yo. We don't know anything about them, which that's, that's almost terrifying in itself. Like that is our... The Pentagon's like our defense force, you know. They're supposed to be on top of everything, and they're coming out and being like, "Not so much." Yeah, about these things that are outmaneuvering our our highest technology jets we have here on the planet. Yeah, we don't know what the fuck those are. 
Yeah, I suggest just leave them alone. <laughs> yeah, don't. Do not engage. Yeah. Um, but to kind of, well, I mean, we'll see where the conversation goes, but I was I actually... Uh, we get sidetracked easily. Yes, especially tonight. Um, I found... What website was that from? Let me check for you real quick. It was from the Daily Star UK. And I guess they interviewed a bunch of people who live around the lake. And here's some of their their testimonies, I guess. I guess it was back in 1990. There was a flying saucer that was spotted hovering above the lake. And somebody... er, God, these are Russian names once again. I'm not gonna do these any <laughs> we, justice. We apologize in advance. Yes, uh, Vasily Timovy. <laughs> That's that was spot on. Timovy. <laughs> um, he was quoted saying, "Its diameter was around 30 meters. It shone brightly." There was another one, Olga Fedorova. Another witness also remembered the event. How could she ever forget? At some moment, everything turned yellow, she recalled, which doesn't sound very good. There was another one where the lady said, my daughter came home from school. I looked her, I looked at her, her face was yellow. And I, I'm assuming the daughter says, there were people. As far as I remember, three people in shining yellow suits and that is what she told the Siberian Times, which is kind of weird that the daughter was yellow. She said her face was yellow, but I, we also got to remember that this is—I'm assuming this is a translation. From, yeah, I probably got lost. In so there's because like the actual quote is, "I looked hyphen her face was," or I guess she was saying, "I looked at her, her face was yellow," which is that's weird. Weird, and then. It's a weird correlation. I'm kind of a correlation, I guess. The the shining yellow suits versus the silver suits. Yeah, being underwater could have changed that. Absolutely, that's Shit what I was kind different. of thinking. And I don't even know where to go with this name. It almost looks like it says neighbor. Margarita, not even trying that. Tysbakova, nailed it. Sweet. From this dish came down people in shiny shimmering costumes and Maria Zimareva described the phenomenon as as looking like a disc it turned on its edge and windows were visible so this this craft has windows I personally decided for myself that they were people they had some human image they were the same straight slender they had arms and legs and their gait was the same as ours a little lower down, there were three in orange suits. They went down from the disc like a man. The steps were very visible. In 2009, the chairman of the Union of Photograph- Photographers of Biorta, I don't, I can't say these words, <laughs> witnessed and pictured another strange happening. My son and I went to the balcony to see the last of the waning sunset, he said. Suddenly, there were there appeared these two glowing points and they hovered over the water. And at a different spot in 2010, a man snapped three green shaded lights of a UFO flying above the lakeside resort. It flew right above us, very low. The object was shining down on us with a green light. We were a bit scared. And that's what he, which is great. <laughs> he just tells the report, he's like, yeah, we were a little scared. Like, <laughs> Like it, it's weird, and we were we were just a little scared. It was nothing big. It's it's weird, and it also adds a lot of uh, credence to their sightings that they all <coughs> seem to uh, encounter the shiny suits. And it's but it's weird that they all are like they report them in different colors. Like there's orange now, yellow, silver. Maybe ones for water, ones for their like Sunday outings. <laughs> Because here in the United States, probably 85 to 90% of all alien encounters are what? Gray. Gray. You, you, Little gray aliens anyways, yeah. not suits. Yeah, you don't hear of shiny suits that no. often. You do sometimes, but not like this, where almost every single encounter involves the, the suit. I so, actually think, now that we talk about that, I think there was a story from Skinwalker 
where there was a UFO that showed up and there was a dude in a shiny suit. Damn. See, it's just if I remember right, I could be wrong, but it's almost like there might there there could be different species, I guess, in different geographical locations. Because having that having that many shiny suits on that side of the world compared to this many gray encounters on our side of the world. Which would make things a lot more intricate and weird. Yeah, almost like they have their own turfs. Right. Which would, that's fucking weird to think about that. Maybe, maybe they all maybe there's like a huge alien turf war going on. Like the like the earth is just one big board game and they're all trying to conquer as much of it as they can. What a bunch of dicks. I know, and here we are. And they're just fighting underwater, so that way we don't know. And that's where the silver suits fight, and the greys are all fighting in another dimension. And Probably. Then they end up on Stardust Ranch, and this human comes out with a samurai sword. And Cuts like, them in Damn, half. we didn't fucking expect this. Yeah, we're gonna, I'm going to be doing that story here in the near future, too. So Yeah, you thought you think Skinwalker Ranch is crazy? <laughs> Stardust is nuts. Wait till we get to Stardust. Yeah, I mean that's that's about all I had on on this lake. I just thought, what is what a strange set of stories, and like we talked about, the suits is what throws me way off, and that's what caught my attention when I first. I mean, not to mention that there are military divers fighting aliens underwater, but <laughs> the fact that they were all described with the silver suits, it's just it's strange. It's not something like like. Steve was saying that we hear very often, but man, now the more I sit here and think about it, the more I am, I'm almost hundred percent positive that there was a, a story from Skinwalker about a silver suit, I about think, a silver suit dude. I think I kind of vaguely remember it too, but I know, I think the wife is the one that's seen it. I know a lot of the quote Norwegian end quote type alien encounters, you know, the tall, yes, yes, pale, Blonde hair, blue eyes. I, I know that a lot of those correlate with shiny suits. Did any of the other people outside of the divers mention how tall they were? Not that I, I was able to I find. Heard it, but that would be interesting to know too if they were all of a exceptional height. But another weird thing is that there there were a, a lot of varying reports of different craft. They all weren't the same craft. They said some of them, like like I just said, this this guy was saying that uh, it had the the greenish lights underneath it. There were people that said that it was silver disc. There's with yellow light. Um, there said that some of them looked like glow, glowing green balls above the lake, and then some of them were just kind of almost looked like stars. Yeah, see, in my brain, that would be attributed to where they were going, like that submarine commander said the water resistance is much higher than being out on the land and the air resistance. Maybe they have just the same as we do multiple different crafts for their purposes. You know, like how we have a submarine, you wouldn't take a, you wouldn't take a Corvette to do a submarine's job. Well, somebody would, but I would, it wouldn't be the best idea anybody's had. Best idea I had. Good. Hell yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I don't know. It's just it's just one of them strange stories, man. Like it there are a lot of people that call bullshit. But there's just so much that happens around this lake that and then the fact that the villagers are all around it, they all talk about it constantly. And another aspect that you brought up at the very beginning that there are life forms in this lake that are only found on this lake could be attributed to a UFO or multiple UFOs coming from out of our solar system, bringing life forms in that don't exist anywhere else on this planet. That was the first thing that popped into my head. I was thinking about that whenever I was reading about it, how some of the the life forms are only to that lake, and it almost made you want to sit there and be like, man. They, They were stowaways. What are the odds? Stowaways on them UFOs, dog. It very well could be. You underwater. Which how fucking weird would that be? You catch one of these little fish-looking things, and you test the DNA, and you're like, what in the... Nah, we don't even know what the fuck that is. It might not even have DNA. Might not. <laughs> it's 
crazy. It's crazy. Crazy world we're living, people. It'd be cool to go see it, minus the fact that it's in freezing-ass <laughs> Russia. Yeah, that would be the worst part, dealing with the cold. Yeah, and the aliens. And the aliens. But there, with their... With their Sound but, trident. But, I mean, it seemed like these aliens were relatively cool until you tried throwing a net on them. I can see how that would suck. Just I mind mean, just mind your business. Yeah, I'm not trying to have people throw nets on me and drag me away. Hell no. I'd shoot them with sound waves, too. Yeah, if I had a sound wave gun, for yeah, sure. Yeah, you just bump 6-9 at them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. So, I don't know. That's about all I got on this lake this russian lake hell yeah full of aliens tons of them so with that being said check us out at all our social medias facebook instagram youtube twitter come over and hang out with us if the world doesn't end tomorrow and you listen to this two weeks down the road stay safe stay weird and if you encounter extraterrestrial underwater mermaids do not engage I repeat, do not engage.